This is the Unstoppable Authors Podcast with world building warrior Angeline Trevina and planning and productivity powerhouse Holly Line. Every week we bring you discussions on the craft of writing, author life and business, and interviews with some of the industry's most unstoppable authors. A writer's life doesn't have to be solitary. We're here to bust that myth, support you on your journey, and encourage you to be unstoppable. Welcome to episode 89 of the Unstoppable Authors podcast. Today we're going to talk about pen names, everything you need to consider about using one and some best practices when you make that decision. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so let's kick off with our personal updates. Angeline, you've got something exciting to talk about. I have. So last week I was on a discussion panel for QuarenCon 2021, which was all about building magic systems, which I may know a little bit about. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it was really cool. It was really, really fun discussion. And we got to chat afterwards, which is always fun because I get to talk to very few people these days. So it's, it's really nice. And um yeah, I feel like uh, the networking was good mm. <laughs> between between me and the other authors who were on it. Um, yeah, so we we actually did that live, which was quite scary. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you can watch the replay of um, all of the stuff from QuarenCon on their YouTube channel. So go and check that out. I don't think I said anything too stupid. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll put a link in the show notes. Yes, we will do. Yes. Um, And I've also now finished writing my next world building guide, which is uh, called How to Create History. So I'm just working on the finishing touches of that before it releases on April the 29th. And I am I am really excited about this one because it's about myths and monsters, which I absolutely love Mm -hmm. very excited. And it's been really nice seeing everyone else getting excited about it. There's I've managed to build like this real buzz around the release, which is nice. <laughs> I, I, I normally fail quite badly at that. Um, <laughs> and I, I'm watching the pre-orders just go up and up and up. And it, is, oh, it has got so many more pre-orders than any of my releases ever before. It's very, very exciting. Mm. So yeah, thank you to everyone who has pre-ordered that so far or for everyone who is waiting for the release eagerly. Yes. yes, I'm waiting because I I buy your books in print, um, yes. so that I will actually use them. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I will get it in print when it comes. Out. So yeah, I'm excited for that one as well because I do love a good monster and a myth attached to it. So, Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> so I've been working on revisions for my steamy paranormal romance. Um, People are really liking the way I describe it, which is horny demon bikers. Um, so, <laughs> give what's not to like? <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, I'm working through where I want that to go. Like, not as in the story. I've completed the story, but you know, in terms of what I want to do with it, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I'm undecided whether I want to publish this or not. Uh, I dug into writing it just to get my mojo back, which has worked wonderfully. Um, but 
it's not remotely written to market or anything and I'm not sure I want the headache of trying to sell another difficult to place book <laughs> um, <laughs> being there done that uh, bought the yeah. very expensive t-shirt <laughs> um, so I I don't know but if I do because it's so different from what I've written before I will be using a pen name hence us picking this topic to talk about today Indeed, <laughs> not a coincidence guys <laughs> Uh, so our question of the week last uh not last week in fact because we had a break last week but we in did. our last episode which was our two-year anniversary special we asked you guys how long you've been writing and we had heaps of answers across instagram and in the facebook group and i can't mention them all so here is a small selection Melinda, Edwin and Samantha have all been writing ever since they can remember. Sarah since 1999, Kim for 18 years, Stan since third grade, which I think translates to like about age seven or eight, maybe? Possibly. I'm I'm, I'm not sure. sure. and Ali since 1986 thank you to everyone who answered from the veterans to those who discovered the writing bug more recently and this week we want to know if you were to write in a totally different genre what genre would it be So we have a new patron this week. A great big welcome to Julia Scott. Julia writes fantastic sci-fi romance books and is an incredible formatter. She makes books beautiful. She does. She was actually a guest on the podcast back in season four, episode nine. So do go check that out after listening to this one. Indeed. And a huge thank you indeed to all of our patrons. Your support means the world to us. Patrons get early access to episodes exclusive behind the scenes, access to our off-air banter, and all this month we're running writing sprint sessions and Q&As for our patrons. So if you'd like to get more words written and find that the accountability of sprinting with others helps, I definitely find that, (laughs) (laughs) then you can join us on Patreon for just £3 a month at patreon.com forward slash unstoppable authors. It would also be really great if you could take a moment to share this episode on social media, grab a screenshot, share it directly from your podcast platform, or even take a selfie with it. Just remember to tag us too so that we can share it. It means so much to hear from our listeners and to know that you enjoy the show. So let's get on to our main topic for today. And today we are pretending to be other people. Yes, we are talking all about pen names and Holly you've just mentioned that if you do choose to publish your book you will be publishing it Mm. under a pen name do you have that pen name have you thought of one yet Um, I have brainstormed ideas but I haven't pinned it down to a specific one because um I I do have another pen name I was going to launch a pen name last year but uh, (laughs) last year happened (laughs) And um, but I have it sitting there. I have um, I have a URL for it. I have a logo for it. I have the social media accounts for it. And I actually have a different idea of what I'm going to do with it. My my pen name that um, I have reserved all all of the things for all the social media accounts and the URL for is um, Evie Allison. And the reason I chose that name is because it 
is an amalgamation of the two names of my late grandmothers. Mm. So um, Eve from one of my grandmothers and Alison from the other one, hence the name Evie Alison. So that's that's how I chose my pen name. Mm. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So let's kick things off with discussing why an author might choose to use a pen name, because a, a lot of people do it. Um, mm-hmm. and for a lot of different reasons. So um, let's get stuck into some of those. Um, so the first thing, um, which is possibly one of the most common, is mm. wanting to protect your privacy, um, yeah. especially if you write something, you know, say you have a corporate day job and you don't really want people to know that you write erotica, for example. Or um, like splatter <laughs> punk horror. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you might want to just keep a bit of distance between your your real life, you know, your family or your mm-hmm. co-workers and what you write um, or just generally not particularly want to end up famous. So, yeah. And another reason people use pen names is because of a conflict of interests in like people who use, for example, people who used to be in the forces, if they're writing um military stories mm-hmm. they want to protect that because it it can be a bit of a conflict of interest because they have insider knowledge mm-hmm. <laughs> so the, that's another reason that people sometimes use pen names to protect their privacy to protect that connection that they have to their subject matter mm-hmm. absolutely so, yeah i mean obviously another one that is very common is using a pen name because you're writing in a very different genre or you're writing for very different age groups. So mm-hmm. if you're like if you if you write horror and you also write cozy mystery, there's not going to be a huge <laughs> amount of crossover in your readership. There may be some, but it's unlikely to be a lot. And I know a lot of people say if you write middle grade or YA books, but you also write maybe like erotica you probably wouldn't want your younger readers stumbling across one of your adult books, accidentally picking it up. Parents don't really like that sort of thing very much. (laughs) (laughs) So that's that's a very common thing. I mean, Mm. I write across a few different genres, but because they're all speculative fiction, so like I write contemporary fantasy and soft sci-fi and horror, but they're all they're all related there's so much crossover Mm. between readers that I just use the same name for all of them but if they they're very different like if I if I did start writing for example romance or Mm. like younger stuff for children I would absolutely absolutely definitely use a pen name yeah and we don't want to go too deep into the sort of technical reasons for this Um, I mean I think it speaks for itself that it's common sense but mm-hmm. there is you know from a uh, a sales point of view the, the you know the categories on amazon the way recommendations work yeah. all that kind of thing it's a huge huge topic but having having um a selection of different genres can mm. make it very difficult to find the right readers because you're you know amazon can't distinguish necessarily between you know like how different your books are yes so um you know if if you've got if someone's browsing your um you know dark horror and you know it and it comes up you know also by the author a string of 
cozy mysteries or you know contemporary romance mm. it's just going to confuse the the potential reader and yeah and like it it can really mess up your also boughts yeah the other thing that it does is um if you're advertising on social media platforms like facebook or instagram it messes up your audience Mm -hmm. um so it helps to use different social media accounts for different pen names helps to um keep your audience pure Mm -hmm. as well (laughs) yeah (laughs) But, you know, these are things to think about. This this is why both Holly and I use slightly different uh, versions of our names for our fiction than we do for our non-fiction books. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then another reason is you may want to have a more commercial or easily pronounceable name. Um, And I did actually contemplate changing the spelling of my name uh, when I first published because... My surname is Line. It's spelled L-Y-N-E. And all my life, about 95% of people pronounce it wrong Mm. (laughs) until I correct them. Uh, And even then, some will persist in deliberately saying it wrong. Yes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I I did consider just spelling it L-I-N-E. So there's Mm. no mistaking the pronunciation on that. Um, So, yeah, so, you know, it can happen. Um, You you may have quite a difficult name that's not really memorable or that's like too hard to pronounce or, you know, any number of things and having a simpler name or one that's more, um, yeah, more sort of catchy and targeted. Can yes. Help. Yeah. So, and as, as Angeline Trevina, yes, I know all about mispronunciations <laughs> of names. Mm. <laughs> Even, I obviously I get Angelina a lot and I get Angela a lot let's not even mention my surname about the mispronunciations (laughs) of that but even when people are like replying to emails or replying to me on social media where my name is right there in front of them they still get it wrong yeah yeah (laughs) I I just like having my name on books yeah same here I I once got an email from a friend who had known me for months and months if not years and she spelled my surname with two n's and i'm like bitch please like <laughs> at least you didn't get your first name wrong well that that's right yeah <laughs> <true>. <sighs> um but yes absolutely that is another reason that people choose pen names another reason you might want to use a pen name is to hide your gender which I, this always causes some turmoil in my brain because obviously there are men who hide their gender. Like if if they're writing something like romance, they might use an actual female pen name or they might just drop down to their initials. But ooh, throughout publishing, um, women have been hiding their gender and sometimes hiding their gender has been the only way they've managed to get published, which is why, like in my mind, this is it it causes a a big turmoil because I feel like we're never going to change that if women aren't more visible Mm. um but also you're running a business you know it's Mm. and are your principles worth possibly earning less you know it's a business Mm. decision at the end of the day which I I fully respect but 
it's it's icky to me it is is it is icky to me but I will respect anyone's decision that they make on that I I'm never going to be like oh as a woman you should absolutely use your full name and be very visibly female and Mm. certainly women who choose to hide their gender um it's a business decision I fully respect that I'm never I'm never gonna think oh well they're dragging the whole side down they're making it harder for (laughs) other women it's a personal decision I fully respect anyone's decision that they make personally I like to be very visibly female on my books because I am writing sci-fi and I am writing horror and I want to be visibly female in those genres but yeah it's a business decision at the end of the day and I'm you know no judgment at all you know it's a business decision well you know this is something that I factored in um it's not it's not why I chose to just use my initials rather than Holly, um, but it was a factor in the decision, mm. um, which, and it's, this brings me on to our next point, which is to match genre expectations. Yes. Um, and within my genre, it is very, very common to have two initials and the surname. It's extremely yes. common. And so I did want to match that which is why I went with HB line, but I make, you know, obviously I'm not hiding my gender. My, I have a photo and a bio using my pronouns of choice, you know, um, everywhere on my Amazon page, my website, my social media, I'm very openly female, obviously. Um, but on the covers themselves. Yeah. It, mm. you, you wouldn't know immediately. Um, and I think it's, yeah, it's, it's a shame that that is the situation. And I agree that it needs challenging if it's ever going to change. Um, but yeah, at the end of the day, there are certain expectations as mm-hmm. well. And yep. it's a balancing act and everyone has to make their own choice on that, really. Yeah. And when when, when you're talking about matching your genre with your name, just um, when I was recording the Quarancom panel, there was somebody on that panel who wrote, wrote under her initials, because I'm not going to out her her and her name here, but um, her name didn't fit her brand. It was it was a very whimsical name, and that was a word she used herself. I'm not. <laughs> that's not my judgment of her name. Um, it was a whimsical name, and she's writing much darker fantasy, so she felt it didn't match, which mm. is absolutely. Um, a choice that you can make because if you if you want to match your genre there are certain names that match certain genres better yeah. you know I I'm not sure if mine fully matches my dark dystopian but yeah I I just like having seeing my yeah. name on books I, I don't think your name clashes noticeably no I don't think it clashes no it stands out either way but yeah. um, aside from that it's it's unusual which you know but not too unusual I think you Mm. have you know I think you have a good name for for and if you google my name I'm the only one (laughs) yeah so (laughs) yeah I like why would I give that up (laughs) (laughs) but yeah with like trying to figure out a pen name for this dark romance that I'm writing I've been you know there are certain names you know in that genre there is there's you know um then I'm trying to trying to formulate my thoughts into something coherent here um 
there are certain names that just fit. They just mm-hmm. sound right. And yes. my real name is not one of them. Um, you know, I really need to have a name that's something like, I don't know, Devona or, you know. Um... <laughs> I like that. That's so fitting. Yeah. So, um, yes. So that's, yeah, you, you have to, if you want to sell books, sometimes you've got to sort of bite the bullet and mm. and do what sells. Yes. It is absolutely a business decision. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, don't don't ever feel bad for making making a good <laughs> sensible business decision. No, um, and then of course another reason you might want to use a pen name is if your real name is the same as somebody famous or infamous, yeah. <laughs> and that's that's either a real or a fictional famous name you know like if your name really is Stephen King you might want to use a pen name. <laughs> yeah yeah so that's another one (laughs) which is very sensible I think yes definitely because you want to stand out like you just said when you google your name you're the only one well yes you know if if your name is um Stephen King or um I don't know um Harry Potter you know obviously if you google that your name is not going to be the top search result yeah Yeah. while you might want to play on it like if you have the same name as some as a very 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 well-known serial killer (laughs) then you may want to play on that if you're writing horror yeah probably not if you're writing cozy romance (laughs) you know but that then that comes back to it fitting your genre again doesn't Mm -hmm. it absolutely yeah So the next question you have to ask yourself when you're using a pen name is how closely guarded do you want to be? How secret do you want to keep your real Mm. identity? Mm. Yeah. (laughs) And this really depends on what your reasons are for using one. Um, Mm -hmm. If it is really seriously to protect your privacy, then you're probably going to be far more guarded than if it's just for genre conventions, you know? Um, and it also, I suppose, it depends how different your pen name is to your real name. If it's a play on your real name, then you know there's no real, yep. necessarily any real harm in in using your real name like on social media and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it it's I think it, it really does come down to what those reasons are that you've made that decision. Yeah. Very much because I I've seen people appear at conventions and I've heard people talking on podcasts when they introduce themselves they're like oh I'm so and so but I also write this genre under this different name mm-hmm. you know so they're very open I know people who have um, two pen names on one website mm. you know, so they're very very open about it. But then I also know people who are incredibly secretive about their real name. Yeah. There are people I know incredibly well who I don't actually know their real name. <laughs> I only know them by their pen name. And yeah. those are people that I would consider actual friends of mine. <laughs> but I don't know their real name. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you need to think about your your job situation, your family situation, and what the impact is going to be on them with your writing, if any. Um, and 
and make a decision that's right for you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's definitely not a one size fits all kind of question. No. You know, it absolutely depends on how open you are comfortable being yeah. about it. Yeah. And like, you know, for in my situation now, and, and I suspect for yours, although when you, I know when you set up your Evie Allison Instagram on your Angeline Trevino Instagram, you're like, I've got a pen name, go follow mm-hmm. it. It's over here. Um, but if you are doing it to keep genres separate, doing that can mess up your also bots if you yes it can yeah so um so yeah so you may want to keep the you know the different pools of readers completely separate and I do know um in some situations like you know podcast guests and so on who will say I do write with a pen name but I'm not going to tell you what it is because listeners are likely to go and search it and they may Mm -hmm. be the wrong listeners um the wrong readers so um you know and that I think that happens quite a lot with people in like our situation, people who are podcast hosts or who, um, you know, have courses and things like that, where people get interested in, um, you know, they learn, they're learning from them and they get interested in what their fiction is like. So they want to check it out, which is completely understandable, but that can cause problems for algorithms. So, yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. That's very good point. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about how to actually choose a pen name. So I, I've already talked about how I chose my pen name because so, it's from my two grandmothers. And it was really important to me that I chose something that really meant something to me, that was important to me, because the other name I write under is my real name, which kind of means something to me. <laughs> <laughs> So I also wanted a pen name that meant something to me. Mm. Um, and I wanted it to be personal, but that's that's a choice. That was a, a specific choice that I wanted it to be personal. Whereas, I mean, we've already mentioned it about choosing something that fits your genre. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think, I think that's a, a great one. And I've also heard people talking about choosing a pen name so that it places them next to other specific writers alphabetically. Mm-hmm. So, yep. yeah, for example, I know a horror writer who chose a a surname that would specifically place them next to Stephen King's books. Mm. So. Yeah, it's obviously that's not so relevant these days with how much... Um, book buying happens online um that very much goes back to bookstores and how books are displayed alphabetically by author name um and yeah I mean my my aunt um is an author and uh, her publisher chose a pen name for her books that would place her next to Roald Dahl Mm. so it's it's something that happens all the time in traditional publishing and it's a very common marketing tactic but I'm not sure how relevant it is for indie authors today yeah I think if if a big part of your strategy is getting your books into bookshops and get and getting your books into libraries because that's the other place that it will make a difference then yes that that can be a good thing to consider but if you're very much more interested in just the online market then it really doesn't make much difference to I mean I'm sure there are some places online where 
you'll be listed alphabetically but like not amazon so no and any you know it's it's all by genre and category and keyword Mm -hmm. isn't it so yeah um yeah yeah (laughs) yeah so let's talk logistics then um we've touched a little bit on a couple of these but um let's talk about social media so yours you (laughs) are going to almost certainly want to set up two of everything and yeah which straight away makes me go (laughs) i know i know it's it's daunting um and you can choose not to you you know this is everyone's path is their own and all of that um you could choose to keep everything together like you mentioned um people who have pen multiple pen names on one website Mm -hmm. um you could keep some things together like have just one website but then have separate instagram accounts um but you need to make that call for yourself depending on how much work you are willing to do um (laughs) and have the time for um because managing social media is a very time intensive thing Mm. um and if you're then if you're going to have mailing lists and separate reader groups on facebook and i mean it it can escalate it can mount up in a huge (laughs) way (laughs) yeah but even even if at the moment when you launch your pen name you're undecided about social media accounts about websites or even before you launch it you don't know where it's gonna go so grabbing those URLs, grabbing the social media accounts in your pen name, just so that you own them, so that you've got them, you've reserved them, yeah. isn't a bad idea. Yeah. Because even if you decide to just keep everything together for now, further down the road, you may want to separate them out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, reserving those things. Yeah, mm. it's a good thing. Yeah. You also need to think about whether you're going to have different headshots, you know? Yes. Um, and again, this is all going to come back to how much privacy you want. Mm-hmm. You may not want um, a, a headshot for your pen name. You might want to use a logo instead. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do know a couple of people who do that. Yeah. Um, so or you, Yeah, or you might want to use a stock image yeah. of a person, especially if you have a pen name that is specifically a different gender Mm. to to your own gender um but also genre specific like if even if you're using a headshot of yourself for both your pen names if one of your pen names writes horror and one of your pen names writes romance you probably want to have very different looking headshots Mm. You know, you look scary in one and approachable in the other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then connected to this is your bio. Um, yes. You probably want to have slightly different uh, biographies for the two pen names. And again, it depends how much privacy you want. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to decide what you're comfortable sharing about where you live and your family and things like that. And we all need to do that anyway when we write our, you know, our bio bio Mm. whether we're using a pen name or not um but if you have a pen name as well as using your real name then having two is maybe a good idea just to to keep the two identities separate 
Yes. And if you put specific information in your bio for that genre, for that Mm. brand that you're building, because I do, I have slightly different bios in different places. Like my nonfiction bio is quite different to my fiction bio. Mm -hmm. Um, And some other bios that I have in different places, they're just slightly different. They're just tweaked a little bit to sort of put the emphasis on specific things mm-hmm. that are better for that genre or that audience yeah. so even if largely your bios are the same you might just want to tweak them a little bit mm-hmm. absolutely yep and then there's the logistics around you know doing publicity for yourself like doing things like events and podcast mm. interviews you know how are you going to be known um and you know, if you are um, swapping genders, um, then it may not be possible yeah. to do events and stuff and preserve your identity. Well, it won't be possible to preserve yeah. your identity. Um, but, you know, you might not be bothered. You might be absolutely fine if you're, you know, if you're a man writing romance or a, I don't know, a woman writing hard sci-fi or mm. something that is, you know, unexpected um, where your your gender is unexpected you could make it a big selling point like yes that, oh you know Hillary such and such you know is actually a man or actually mm. a woman or you know um and make it a big thing so it could work for you actually so think about that yeah very very interesting different ways to handle it all depending on how secretive you feel mm. about it um So how to handle more than one pen name? Honestly, I know authors who are juggling about five or six different pen names. (laughs) Like, personally, I don't think I could handle that. I think I'd be very confused. (laughs) I'd probably be, like, commenting in the wrong voice on the wrong social media accounts. I'd forget who I was. (laughs) I really would. Um, So... Let's let's talk technical for um for the first point, which is um talking about Amazon and publishing on Amazon. So you can only have one KDP account. Mm-hmm. So all of your books, no matter which pen name they're under, will be published through the same KDP account. But you can have more than one Amazon author page. Mm-hmm. So the way you would do that is you go into Author Central as you normally would anyway and claim your book. Amazon will go, oh, hang on, this is under a different name. Is this really you or is it a pen name that you use? And you just confirm there on the pop-up box that it is a pen name and they will create a second author profile for you. Mm-hmm. It's so quite yeah. straightforward, really. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> mm. um, and then for the sort of the back end of Amazon Author Central, you you do have access to those different author pages from mm-hmm. one login. There's mm-hmm. just a drop down menu where you you just pick which one you're looking at and it switches between them. It's really straightforward. Yeah, so it's only the front end that looks separate. Mm-hmm. All in the back end, it's all in one place, which is nice. We like yep. that, <laughs> <laughs> as opposed to Goodreads, which. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> any any different permeation of your name 
for example, because I write my fiction under Angeline Trevina and my nonfiction under A Trevina, I have to have two totally different Goodreads accounts. That yeah. means two different logins. That means I need two different email addresses. Ah! <laughs> yep. Yeah. So every single variation of your author name or each different pen name you use, you need a different login, a new email to log in with yeah. in Goodreads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I I really only established that for myself last year um, when we participated in Indie Writing Wisdom. Um, so this is a, a a book compiled by Samantha Goodwin um a whole bunch of different authors um all have like a chapter each in there about the whole self-publishing process highly recommend you get it it's also um the proceeds go to charity Mm -hmm. um but yeah I'd been like tagged as one of the authors and I didn't actually have um an account for Holly Line which is Mm. what I write my non-fiction under and I was like oh I can't claim that unless I create another account. (laughs) So I had to do that. Um, Yes. Yeah, I I really dislike Goodreads and I don't make much of a secret of that, to be honest. It's (laughs) it's a horrible place. It is. (laughs) Yeah, so it's a controversial place for authors. Um, So the next thing of course is your website to split it or to not to split it that is the question Mm. um and yeah I think most of these things come down to how much time you have how important it is to you to have them split Mm -hmm. um so I have one website for my fiction and my non-fiction um that may change in the future Mm-hmm. but at the moment I just I can't be bothered <laughs> I, can't, <laughs> I cannot be bothered to have two separate sites but on my homepage, I have a big thing section about world building click here if you want to do go to my world building stuff and I have um, a page that is just dedicated to all of my world building so it's kind of like another home page because it has links going out to all the different world building stuff mm-hmm. but it's within my one single website yeah I might change that one day mm. but I don't hold your breath I'm quite lazy <laughs> <laughs> yeah so the next thing to think about is mailing lists Yep. So now we use MailerLite, um, which is an extremely popular option with mm-hmm. authors, but obviously there are a ton of different options and we couldn't possibly discuss them all. Um, but within MailerLite, you um, you can send from different email addresses Yes, within yes. one account, so you don't have to have different accounts. Um, as long as you verify each domain it's fine you can send from those email addresses so you can have you know um one lot of fiction you know readers who get emails Mm -hmm. from one name and another who get emails from a different name you just that you just need to keep the readers in separate groups yes but you can do everything from one account which is so so convenient yeah (laughs) we like single places where you can manage everything yes because i I separate out my fiction 
mailing list from my non-fiction. So I've only got one MailerLite account, but um, they are different groups, my fiction and my non-fiction. Mm-hmm. And all the emails are branded differently mm-hmm. as well, very differently, but they are all sent from the same email address. Mm-hmm. So I haven't changed that. Yeah. Again, I might do one day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. I think it's easy for us because of the choices we've made with our names. Yes. Um, and like my fiction email, you know, it go yeah, it, it appears to be from HB Line, but I sign off as Holly. You know, mm. all of my list knows that my name is Holly. Um, so um my so my um email address is Holly at hbline.com. And mm. so I use that for my nonfiction as well. Um, even though my my fiction is published under Holly Line rather than HB Line, I think it's fairly obvious that hbline.com yes. is still me. Um yeah. so yeah. So I just I just have the one email address that all of my emails go from. Yeah, but if you have a totally different pen name, I think even yeah. if you're open about your pen name, I think you definitely need to have that different mm-hmm. sender email because mm-hmm. that's what people are seeing in their in yeah. their inbox. They see your name, the sender name, and yeah. I think it's really important to keep that on brand because mm-hmm. they'll otherwise they'll be like who on earth is this? Unsubscribe <laughs> or yeah. worse, reporters spam. So <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. and and I mean we we've talked a bit already about social media. Um, do you split it out? Do you keep it together? You know there are, there are definite pros and cons like brand integrity and your audience purity. But yes, it is more work you're gonna be spending more time on social media yeah unless unless you spend less time like you know if you're like for instance I'm very very active on Instagram and I'm on there every day um I do have three accounts because I have my personal one there's our podcast one which we both Mm -hmm. have access to and and share the responsibility for and then I have my sort of like personal like um it's my journaling account Mm -hmm. which is holly journals um i hardly post on holly journals but you know once a week or so i go in there and do everything i need to do on there whereas my hb line one i'm on every day so you know if i create a pen name with a separate instagram i'll probably find myself posting less on hb line Mm. and making up the time on the other one so it's about finding a balance you can do it without doing more work you'll just have to shift how you balance your attention across the accounts yeah and you you may find that um if you're writing in very different genres you're where it where you need to be on social media which networks you need to be on may be very different that's true because like if you're writing ya or middle grade you might want to be somewhere like tiktok mm-hmm. whereas if you're writing for older people older readers you probably tiktok probably isn't (laughs) so much your your readership or if like because instagram is more used by women pinterest has um a bigger portion of women using it Mm. um so you may find that depending on which genres your two different pen names are in you might actually be on totally different social media accounts anyway yep very true 
you ask. <laughs> yeah. So we've covered a lot of ground. Um, hopefully giving you a good overview and some good tips and hints and things to think about. Um, if you have any questions about this topic, then do come and ask us. We're always happy to, you know, try and try and help and go deeper on things if you need more information we'll see what we can do absolutely yes and um it'll be interesting if if me and you do get round to launching our pen names we will have to revisit this yeah. when further down the line won't we yeah and um talk about how we've handled it mm. so yeah yeah. interesting more to come perhaps mm. if we pull our fingers out <laughs> watch this space indeed now instead of a would you rather question today it's not quite a would you rather question um i i actually want to almost ask you our question of the week holly um yeah. but instead what i want to ask you is what what genre do you not think you could ever write um because I I have quite I have quite strong <laughs> beliefs on which genres I I don't think I could ever write because I just yeah. don't have the ability but yeah. is there is, is there a genre that you don't think that you would ever manage there are write? a few I yeah I wouldn't want to write for kids I don't think I'm capable <laughs> of writing for kids um and I wouldn't want to write like sweet contemporary romance. Mm -hmm. It's just not me. And historical fiction. No way. No, thank you. <laughs> too much way, work. <laughs> way too much work. Yeah. I mean, largely the genres that I don't think I could ever write. It comes down to that research thing. Yeah. Histori I love historical fiction and I read a lot of it. But just no. Just <laughs> the, the research. And likewise, military fiction mm. and um, crime where it's crime procedural, you know, where it's very focused on what the police are doing. Just, yeah, the level of research. I, I have so much respect for anyone who writes any of those genres because, <laughs> yeah, I would just get lost in mm. that research. Couldn't do it. Yeah, big respect for those writers. And uh, we all know I have a problem with romance. Yeah. I am not great. <laughs> <laughs> so, and yeah, I, I'm the same as you. I, I could um, I could start writing um, like sweet romance or something, uh, but a monster would turn up. In turn it. up. Yeah, yeah, same. Yeah. I, just, I just know. I just... <laughs> I just know so yeah. I probably attempt that <laughs> yeah I couldn't keep it innocent and likewise like clean romance I don't yeah. think I'm capable of keeping it clean. <laughs> see I, I wouldn't have a problem keeping it clean but yeah some sort of dark magical monster would suddenly appear yeah <laughs> but um just a reminder of our question of the week to you guys what we want to know is if you were to write in a totally different genre what genre would it be mm. Mm. and remember if you want to hear all the backstage stuff and get all the other benefits including our writing sprints that we are running all through april for camp nanowrimo mm -hmm. um even if you're not doing camp come and join us because we have a giggle and we get the words in so um yeah come and join us on patreon at patreon.com forward slash unstoppable authors 
And don't forget to share the podcast online and tag us on social media. We are on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Just search for Unstoppable Authors. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Unstoppable Authors podcast. We'll be back next week with more of our tenacity and worldly wisdom. Don't forget to visit our website to get the show notes and heaps of helpful blog articles at unstoppableauthors.com. And join our guild of unstoppable authors and you will not only hear from us every week, but you will also get a free digital copy of my book, 30 Days of World Building. If you enjoyed the episode, please remember to subscribe and leave a review.